Okay, a little while ago there was a fellow that was davening in my shul for Shabbos. His uh, daughter and son-in-law live in my community, davening in my shul. And um, he came over to me in a very respectful way and he said that, you know, that, that he was he learns Mishabura Yomis. He learns every day a little bit of Mishabura. And he came across a comment in the Mishabura in Simon Reish Pedalid, Sif Katan Tesvav, where the Mishabura writes that, as follows, I'll read you what the Mishabura says. Mishaburah writes that Achar Ashrei lo yomar shum That after you say Ashrei on Shabbos morning, you shouldn't say anything else. The Kaddish that you say before Shmona Ashrei of Musuf, who Ka'i al Ashrei. That Kaddish has to connect to the Ashrei Sha'amar Betchila that you had just said before that. And therefore, you can't have a hefsik between the Ashrei and the Musaf. So what was he driving at? Why was he telling me this? Because in every shul you've ever, not every shul, but in most shuls that you go to, if the rabbi gives a speech, that's exactly when he gives a speech. He gives a speech in between the Ashrei and the Kaddish uh, before Musaf. And you say, not supposed to be mafsik. Aye, what about Yehalalu when they're putting the Sefer Torah? The Yehalalu shall remain hefsik. That's not considered a hefsik. That which the minig has developed, that the chazan holds the sefer Torah in his hand and davens for a chola after Ashrei, and he says a mishaberach umafsik har bein Ashrei the kaddish, and that creates a hefsik between Ashrei and kaddish. So shalokadinu, he says that's incorrect, that's against the halacha. We're quoting from Prima Gadim. So this fellow said to me, you know, uh, he said he told his rabbi in his shul, and the rabbi said I need to think about it and look into it and the rabbi thought about it and looked into it and then changed his minute he changed when he uh, when he darshaned he changed the darshan at a different time of davening now if you ask around and you try to find out what the different minhagim are so I, 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 which I did I was told that some rabbis um, I think Rav David Cohn in Brooklyn uh, says the drasha before Ashrei and Hildafka said the drasha before the Sifri Torah put away when the Sifri Torah is still out before Ashrei I think someone told me that Rabbi Tenler and Rabbi Tenler Shulim Mansi they, they say Ashrei twice they say Ashrei before, and they put the Sefer Torah away, the Rabbi Darshans, and then they say Ashrei again, so that the Kaddish will have something to go on. So the question is, is there any, is there any source for this, uh, for the practice of the majority of shuls, where the, or it's what seems to me to be the majority of shuls, where, where the Rabbi Darshans write in the spot that's, uh, that's, that Mishra says, you're not allowed to be mafsik with anything. I always thought that the best time to Darshan maybe would be before Kriya Torah, after Shachras is over, would be the best time to Darshan. And I tried that in my shul for a couple of weeks, but the women complained that they wanted to, to hear the drasha and they, they weren't there on time to be able to hear the drasha. I was so flattered that someone wanted to hear the drasha. The men never complained that they wanted to hear the drasha. So, uh, so, uh, so, so that didn't seem like a viable solution. So there is a tshuva in the Maram Shik in our Chaim Simul Kuv Chavav. Maram Shik talks about Bekal Shah Minak Sham Lidrosh Kodem Tfilas Musaf, the Kodem Kriyasatara, Shriach Sham Nuchnasim Vyotsim Valbulim Hashomim. The Minigin, certain shuls, he says, is the Darshan before Musaf. Because before Kriyas HaTorah, it's too difficult. There's too much going on. People running in and out for some reason. Unclear why that was going on in this shul that he's talking about. But there was something going on before Kriyas HaTorah that made it too difficult. So he says, So maybe you'll say, no, the Kaddish can be going on the Drasha. The Kaddish needs something to be chalan. So instead of the Kaddish going on the Ashrei, let the Kaddish go on the Drasha. He says, that can't be. Because if, it, if that were so, then the Kaddish would be a different Kaddish. What, what Kaddish do we say after a drasha, after a shear, someone says, we say, Kaddish Drabana. 
It's a different Kaddish. You don't say a Chatsi Kaddish. It's a Kaddish Trabanan. So it would be the wrong Kaddish, says the Maram Sheikh. So Maram Sheikh goes on to say that he thinks that even if you're Doresh Benetayim, even if you say Divrei Torah and you say Drasha, ain't kan hefsik. It's not a hefsik. Why not? Because there's a rule that mitzvos ain't mevatel zu One mitzvah does not have the power to be mevatel another mitzvah. So being mafsik with a mitzvah is not called a hefsik. And saying the drasha is a mitzvah. He says the raya to this is the psak of the Ramon or Chaim Sim Tofresh Chafalev that in Yom Kippur, when you have a bris mila in shul, you do the mila after Ashrei. Wait, how could you do the mila after Ashrei? Ay, it's a hefsik. So, uh, and in fact, the Eli Rabbi says that's why we shouldn't do like the Ramah. We should do the mila before Ashrei. But apparently the Ramah wasn't worried about this. The Ramah said do the bris mila after Ashrei. So you see that the Ramah is not concerned. Why isn't he concerned? I, I thought you'd all have to be mafsik. No, it must be that the Ramah is assuming that ain't mitzvahs, that mitzvahs not mevatel each other. And that's why you're allowed to do the mila after, uh, after Ashrei. That's the raya that the Maram Sheikh has. And he says, I, why, uh, why is it that in past years, Maram Sheikh assumes that the minig was never like it is today, that in past years people didn't darshan before Musaf? He says, because typically speaking, you're not supposed to do things right before you daven that will get your mind racing. You want to do something that will that will be that you'll be be able to stay focused on your tefillah. So if you if you do something, if you if you're involved in an engaging type of limud right before you daven, that's a bad thing. You want it to be halacha psuka. You want it to be just quick bottom line halacha psuka straight halacha. So that's why probably they did, they used to not darshan before Muslim because you have that problem. Forget about the hefsik. It's that it's not a it's it's not it's not a halacha psuka. But, says the Maram Sheikh, I don't think that's a problem any, anymore nowadays, because the Magen Avram writes in Simon Tavkov Chavtes that ain hadrasha shalanu kishalahem, that our drashas that we give are a little different than they used to be, um, that uh, we, we just darshan in Divrei Agada, that Imam Sheikh Hasalev, we say nice Divrei, divrei, drasha, divrei Drush, it used to be that they would say lamdus, they would say a long shear, they would say uh, something that would, that would really be chajmind and that would really get your mind going. Over here, you hear us, uh, what's the typical drasha? He starts with a joke, you know, uh, asks a simple partial question, says a gematria or a Muslim story, and uh, wraps it up. You know, so whatever the drasha is, I, I don't mean to make light. I say drashas every week. I mean, uh, so some rabbis have more substantive drashas, some have less substantive drashas, but everyone knows their crowd, hopefully, and is trying to inspire their uh, their kihila properly. But, you know, that it's not, it's not something that's going to get the mind racing, that's so intellectually challenging, that's going to get the mind racing the whole time. So he doesn't think that that's going to be a problem. But his main, his main idea is, Ein mitzvah's mevat l'zuzu. So it's not considered a hefsik. So it comes along the Shalos Tshuva's Toras Yikutiel. I don't know who it is. I think it's a Hungarian rav. Toras Yikutiel. And he says, Lo zachisi leiri l'sov das kadcho shalom I don't know what he's talking about. Mitzvah say mevat l'zuzu. What does this have to do over here? It's a hefsik. It's a hefsik. We're not talking about mevatlus. It's doing something else that has nothing to do with the Ashrei or the Kaddish. So you're breaking up the Ashrei or the Kaddish. So it's like, uh, it's, 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 it, he says, just like we have a Hefsik in Kriyashma. 
you're not allowed to be mafsik. So you start, stop saying drushim between parshiyos and kriyashma. Oh, it's a mitzvah. Don't worry, mitzvah zayim v'alazuzu. You do a bris mila in between the parsha of the ahafta and the parsha of ayim shma. Oh, it's, it's a mitzvah. It's a, what are you talking about? You can't just do other things, even if they're a mitzvah. There's no mitzvah zayim v'alazuzu. I. What about the raya from bris mila? The Ramah said by bris mila that we do the bris mila after Ashra before the Mosav. He says, no, that's a different din. The reason we do the bris mila is because the bris mila is may Indian the ashray. It's part of the same Indian. The Gemara and Brachas Davdalar and Beis tells us that anyone who says ashray three times a day is muftach to be a ben olam abba because it has the olive base uh, uh, arrangement and it's shevach achanas mazon lekolchai. We praise Hakadosh Baruch Hu for preparing food for and, and support and sustenance for mankind. So that this mitzvah is machria to bring a person to chayol mababa. Not, not only this mitzvah alone, but when you do this mitzvah, if everything else is even, this mitzvah will uh, bring a person to Olam because it's a recognition of God's sustenance. But what you see is that, it's, uh, that, that this mitzvah, a person, it's through this mitzvah that a person is zoch, it's chayol maba. So mustamitz, through this mitzvah, a person is zoch, lahachnes babrish, shalavram avinu, bishleimus habrius, with the most, uh, within the most healthy way to, to enter into the bris of Avram Avinu is in the context of, the, of saying Ashrei, to recognize that it all comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he says, if that's the case, that's why the Ramah says you'll have to do a bris. Not because that Mitzvah is not Mavat But the bris is like a chilek of the Ashrei. The Ashrei is a chilek of the bris. They go hand in hand. They go together with each other. So at the end of the day, what do we have so far? We have Maram Shik telling us, don't worry about darshaning before Mosav because it's not a hefsik, but the Taurus Yikotil says that the Maram Shik Svara is very weak. It sounds that it is, that it is a hefsik. There is a Rashi in Brachos, Tavchav Chesam and Beis, where Rashi writes that uh, someone didn't come to Rav Yosef's shir, and Rashi writes, Rav Yosef was Rosh Shiva and Pumadisa, Vayadoresh B'Shabbos Kodem Tefillah Samusafim. And he would darshan on Shabbos, when? Before Muslim. Some want to say, oh, maybe that's a raya that you're allowed to darshan before Musaf. But then again, uh, before uh, Shachris is also before Musaf, and before Kriyasatar is also before Musaf. So we don't really know exactly when, when, uh, when the drasha was. So why not just uh, do the uh, do the drasha before you put away the sifre Torah? So I did see. I think it was in the in the same chuvas Torah Sukkotil where he says he doesn't like that idea either to put away uh, to, to darshan before you put away the sifre Torah because keeping the sifre Torah out longer than necessary is a bizayin to the sifre Torah. That the sifre Torah should have to sit there and wait while I darshan while I say a drasha. Let the sifre Torah be put munach where they belong, where they they're they're safe and secure. Why should the sifre Torah have to be out just so a person can say a drasha? Now we happen to do that when there's Yiskar. Typically, with the Yiskar drasha, always is right before Yiskar. We don't put the Sefer Torah away till after Yiskar. But uh, we don't want to add more times that we're going to have to leave the Sefer Torah out. So that's a less than ideal situation, also, says the Torah Zikotil, to leave the Sefer Torah out as the rabbi says a drasha. Rav Shachta points out, though, that the Prima Gadden that the Mishra quotes seems to be a minority opinion. The majority of Poskim hold that the Kaddish after Uvnu. And before Musaf is the introduction to Musaf. And it's not connected to the Ashray, it's connected to Musaf. So as long as you're not mafsik between that and Musaf, and that's what we're makbid about uh, when we put away our tefillin after uh, on Rosh Chodesh, we try to put it away 
without speaking and without being mafsi, to put it away as quickly as possible uh, before uh, before the Musaf, because the Kaddish is connected really to the Musaf. It's a das yachid that the Kaddish is connected to the previous Ashrei. So as a matter of halacha, Rav Shachter always advises that the Chazan, who's going to daven Musaf, if you want to be Yotze, Koladeos, he should, right before he davens Musaf, say three psukim quietly to himself and then start the Kaddish. After the drush is over, say three psukim so that the Kaddish will have what to be Chalan, so the Kaddish will then have what to be Chalan, say the Vnucha Yomar paragraph to himself, and then the Kaddish will have what to be Chalan, and then it will be able to say most of it. You don't need everybody to have said it, you just need what the Kaddish, for the, for the Kaddish to be Chalan something. Rav Shai Shechter told me that's what his father told him to do when he davens for the Amid, for the Amid on Yom Noraim. So that, that would be a way to solve all of the, uh, all of the concerns, I think.